0: Dear friends, welcome to another episode of The Great Day Podcast. I am your friend and host, Mayor K, and I am very, very grateful for you to being here. Thank you so much for making the time, uh, whether you're washing the dishes, going for a run, cruising in your car, sitting on the subway, perhaps laying down your bed, whatever you may find yourself right now, I do hope that joy and light and love is filling up your life. And um, once again, just want to express my gratitude to you for being here and tuning into the Great Day Podcast. My gratitude and love goes towards our guest today, Danny Morrell. He is a world-renowned business strategist and entrepreneur turned life coach and spiritual guide. Danny began as a real estate mogul, building his business up to $1.1 billion in annual sales before finding his true calling. And since then, Danny has helped thousands of people from around the world to unlock their true potential through coaching, programs, live seminars, and podcast episodes Then still the very principles he followed as he built and leveraged business for more than two decades countless people have enjoyed the guidance connection and transformational power of danny's teachings i for one is one of those people i came across danny's uh podcasts and his clips on social media and i found them to be really poignant and beautiful and well shared and executed and uh i found danny to be very uh very charismatic and had a way of just sharing the spiritual principles that I'm learning and learning to practice and putting into my own day-to-day life. And uh, he's doing it on a massive scale. So it was a really great privilege to have Danny on the podcast. I really believe that you'll be inspired by this conversation. And of course, if you do, definitely reach out to me, reach out to Danny and let's stay in touch. But without further ado, let's hop into this podcast with Danny Morrell. Danny, it's great to have you on the Rich
1: Podcast. Thanks for being here. How are you feeling? Feeling wonderful. Feeling absolutely wonderful.
0: Awesome, brother. Awesome, awesome. So, like, when, when, very much excited. You popped up on my discovery um, page on Instagram uh, some time ago now, which is, you know, I guess the algorithm working in my favor, favor and the and the bright side to social media, feeding me good, high quality content. And I was just enamored by your way of being, your flow, what you have to share um around particularly around abundant mindset money um which is a hot topic and uh and relationships especially with like men i feel like there's like this calling, at least from, within my own world of like working with men particularly and that in that in that whole world so um i just wanted to first really jump into it by saying a how grateful i, I am to have you on the podcast and also to maybe like take it back a bit because you're showing up in such a powerful way. And like, you know, this is, this is the chapter I'm seeing you in, but from my experience and like, I know I'm recently able to show up now with people and, and to help them out in really deep ways because I've gone through some, of my own darkness and to, and to be able to go through that and, and this get and to go deep into that pain cave. I've been able to like now show myself like, wow, I could get through that. And I have had the experience to share with others. I wonder with you, Danny, a little long winded here. Where did you have to go in your own life? Where were you confronted with your own possibly of darkness? Uh, what was that like and how did you get through that so, to be able to be the vessel that you are today for so much light?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And first off, thanks for having me here. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll tell you this. I think all of us as human beings have a decision and a choice that we need to make when it comes to our spirituality our connection to ourselves and our truest potential and that is this are we going to eat what has been fed to us and when i when i say that what i mean is that society religion the powers that be have all fed us a narrative about who we are about what our potential is about why we can't make it and and quite frankly, they've done this in a way to be able to control us. Because if they could control the narrative, then they can control you, right? And so what, what happened to me was that my my mother passed away. And at that time, I was a good boy. I followed the rules. I was married. Um, I had a successful business. Um, I went to church. Um, I, I, did, I did everything by the book. As a matter of fact, I was that guy that when all the guys went on a guy's trip to Mexico, all the, all the wives felt really comfortable knowing that I was going.
0: All right, you're the guy. you the, the, the safe, well, because safe
1: men, men do bad shit in Mexico. You
2: know
1: <laughs> yes, right? yes, men, yes. men go to bad places in Mexico. And so they would feel comfortable with me because they knew that I was, I was the good boy, right? I was the one that would keep everybody in check. And then I'll tell you what happened. My mom passed away. And the way my mom passed away is is the most important thing because my mom gave her entire life to to church, to the service of this 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 thing called God that we are taught. And and she dwindled away right before my eyes from an illness that was in her lungs and she never smoked a day in her life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I believe it was all by perfect design because what it allowed me to see is it allowed me to see her in in such a terrible state. But also it allowed me the pain that I needed to start asking the questions that I needed to ask to get me into the depths of my heart and soul to discover who I really was. And when I discovered who I really was, I discovered who God really was. And when I discovered who God really is, I discovered who we as human beings really are. And if it wasn't Huge. that moment, I, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be experiencing what I'm experiencing right now, quite frankly, because I'm, I'm finally living in my, in my truth. And I could say that in the absolute depths of my being.
0: Whoa. Thanks for sharing that, man. What was God like to you before that new discovery, of what God was after your mom's passing?
1: Yeah. First off, um, First off, we're given this image of, of, of God, right? And, and first off, even the word God makes it a thing. Quite frankly, it puts it in a, in a box. Sure. It's this, it's this box that's been created. And in that box, we are told that God is a man. Which I'm just going to park that one there for a reason. And, and I was the guy that defended that
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I was the guy that was like, uh-uh, that's what we're told. And that's what it is. And, 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 and if, and if you don't believe that you're, you're wrong and you're evil and, and get away from me, quite frankly. Right. Mm, yeah. And then one day I looked at an avocado. tree, And I noticed something, I noticed that avocados couldn't exist or be created without a male and a feminine avocado tree. So I asked myself, I said, you know, this is really interesting because I wouldn't be here if I didn't have a male and a feminine energy that created me. So I'll let that one sit right there. But, but, but that's what really started to kind of get me thinking and really started to help me understand how can God be one thing in this one box when it, Took two energies to make to make me and to make all of us and to make anything that is alive, and so um, and so yeah, that's what happened.
0: Wow! So now it's right. I, I get that, and I and I, I also understand. I grew up. I grew up also super orthodox in the Jewish tradition, and uh, reclaiming God for myself um, has been a my own journey. Like actually, my first name is Abraham, and we know uh, the, the Abraham story is that he went and smashed the idols of his father. And he discovered his own God. And that's what I'm trying to do today is like, whether it's right or not for my dad or my mom and and my generation before me, I got to smash those idols and redefine what God is for me and claim that for myself.
1: Here's the beautiful thing. You don't have to, you get to choose to.
0: Truth. Yeah, that's true. Right.
1: Yeah, you're right. And I've had the gift of desperation.
0: So where I was like, okay, either or I had to like, you know, control my, I controlled my life for so long until I realized it was all facade. Um, but that's pretty wild for you to be able to step into the space now of spirituality and, and God, because I know coming up, you know, I'm in my early 30s now, uh, spirituality and God wasn't really shared about too much. And now I'm seeing it popping up a lot more on retreats, on social media, there, with even Gen Z, the younger generation, people are talking about it. What do you think shifted? What's changing What on a, on a more global consciousness do you feel that people are more open to this type of conversation, not just woo-woo stuff?
1: There's an awakening happening right now. There, there's a there's a really powerful awakening happening in humanity, and it's it's powerful because people are finally starting to understand that everything that they've been told may not necessarily be true. And um, and at the same time that that awakening is taking place, um, there's a lot of dark energy that doesn't kind of want it to take place. Which is why you see a lot of what's happening out in the world right now. And yet, we as individuals are starting to awaken. We're starting to awaken our hearts, our souls. We're starting to open our minds. We're starting to look around and starting to ask ourselves some really deep and profound questions. And when we start asking ourselves some deep and profound questions, what starts to happen is you start to eliminate the walls of separation that have been created amongst all of us. Because if you think about it, we've been separated by race. We've been separated by religion. We've been separated, separated by sex. We've been separated through economic class. We've been separated by country. And so when you really dive deep into all of that, And you do the deep work within your heart, what you really find is that there is no separation, is that we're all one. And I know for some people that might be listening, they might go, okay, that sounds great. But hearing it up here and feeling it in here is two totally different things. And you only get those types of experiences and that type of knowledge when you go deep within yourself and you connect spiritually. And you, and you yeah. quiet the mind and you remove the ego, the thinking mind, and you open your heart to receiving truth. And that's when it all starts to kind of make sense. You just got to have the courage to allow yourself to do that. And, and that's, yeah. that's why I created my event awaken was to help people to, to have those experiences, quite frankly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your in-person experiences, there are three-day events, is it that, um, yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, and they sell out, and, and, and we're going to have to have in the show notes how people can, get, can reach out to you on that, and you also have the Higher Self podcast, which I want to ask you is, what's, what's, da- what's Danny in his higher self? How do you define your higher self, and does it differ from other people's higher selves for themselves?
1: Well, I think, yeah, that's a wonderful question. I think everybody has their own unique spiritual giftings and capacities, right, but all of our souls are here for a reason, for a purpose, right? Totally. And 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 everybody's purpose and reason is is different. Sure. I, I I know that for myself, and I think for all of us, what connecting to your higher self means is connecting to your heart. Is connecting to a life where this thing gets quiet. It's connecting to a part of you or the version of you that you were when you first showed up here, when you were a little boy or a little girl and you were first born because that person didn't know that we were different. That person didn't know that there was any limitations. That person didn't know that uh, the cards were stacked against them. That person was just happy to be in this awesome place, which by the round, by the way, seemed like heaven because there's beautiful trees everywhere and there's beautiful birds singing and, 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 and you get to go out and explore and have fun and play with other people. And then sometime in that person's journey, something happened. Maybe their father let them down. Maybe their mother let them down. Maybe they were mistreated. Maybe a person that they thought of was their family member or friend harmed them. And through that harm and that pain, the person, the individual creates barriers barriers around their mind and barriers around their heart. Why? Because the person, the ego says this one thing that changes life forever. I don't ever want to experience that hurt again. And that is when limitation sets in because that is when you're disconnected from your heart. And I believe that the journey for all human beings is to go back in the past, heal all of that so that you can experience life without limitations. And when that happens, The people that we work with end up making way more money, which we'll talk about that in a second, with half of the effort, healing their bodies, attracting soulmates, or fixing relationships, because you're operating from a different energy. You're operating from an alchemy between your masculine and your feminine energy, not just the wounded and scared masculine that is in each and every one of us.
0: Yo, love that. Standing ovation for that. Thank you. That's, uh, I love that. Um, breakdown there. And um I I want to touch on the on the wounded masculine, the shore and and the money and the abundance around that. Before we do though, is there a way to heal those past, the past, the healing of oneself, generational? I know you talk about ancestry and, and how they're there around us to support us. You're open to this, which I am as well. Once you experience that. And for me, I've experienced that through plant medicine and through breath work. I wonder, are there ways for people who are like, whoa, that's already like too much, how does yeah. one really tap in, right? Cause we've been doing the work for some time. How do you, speaking to someone who's maybe a new newcomer to this type of talk and, and discovery, and they know there's something more to them. Maybe they made some money. They realize that's not it. Maybe they got their fame, but they know that's not it. Didn't fill them up. Where, what do you, where, does, where can one start getting that courage and to start taking some action to start opening themselves up for that yeah. love that we're talking about?
1: Yeah. And you're talking without plant medicine, like what are some basics? Correct. If someone wants to start the awakening process, it all starts with asking yourself tough questions. Why do I want what I want? Why do I believe what I believe? What are the limitations that I have set upon my life? What are the traumas that I have experienced in my past? Why am I scared to confront them? What would happen if I were to release them? What would happen if I were to start forgiving people? What would happen if I was to start forgiving myself? You see, when someone can do something as simple as just take a take pen, uh, uh, pen to paper and start asking themselves very, very tough questions, mm-hmm. that takes courage. Because yeah, for true. many of us, we don't, want remember, we don't want to remember. We don't want to remember what our father did to us. True. We don't want to remember what our mother did to us. And by the way, even if you had a perfect upbringing, you got to understand that human beings experience trauma in the simplest ways imaginable. It could be something as simple as you were a little baby and you were crying for milk and your mother didn't bring you milk on time. What message does that send your subconscious belief system? Because it's in there. Facts. That's when fear begins. It begins way back then. So for people who want to start and they want to start the awakening journey with, without plant medicine, right? Start by asking yourself some tough questions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, like, why do you get so caught up on or hug up on the fact that because of the color of your skin, you can't make a lot of money? Why? Where did you learn that from? Who taught that to you? Why do you get so caught up on the fact that because of who's elected president, that might mean that you have opportunities or don't have opportunities? Where did, where did you get that from? Why do you get so caught up on the fact that the rich people or the rich man is here to stop you or is here to limit you? Really? Point them out to me. Where is he? This, this illusionary rich man that is evil and he's here to stop you. Why do you get caught up on the fact that if you get in relationship and you open your heart to somebody that they're going to wound you? Really? Everybody? Everybody's going to hurt you? Where did you learn that? You see, and you start asking yourself these really difficult questions if you have the courage to, and that's when life opens up right now. Follow me. That gets pretty rough for some people. Sure. I, I've worked with some people with some deep, deep, deep trauma, every kind of abuse you can imagine. I've been there to support people, to, to hold people while they, while they purge all of this stuff out. And I'm telling you, it's, it's difficult, but it's liberating. Hmm. So then the second thing that has to happen once you start asking yourself these questions is you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror. And I remember, brother, like when I first started doing this, I couldn't look myself in the mirror. It was uncomfortable for me. Mm. It was uncomfortable for me to look at myself. Then you got to ask, why am I uncomfortable with myself? Right? So then you start doing some basic things that will help you on this journey. One of them being yoga. Like, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, I've done yoga for a very long time. I finally, for the first time, experienced flow in, in a recent wow. class. And it was like, it was like, I was in another world. I was like doing the movements and I was breathing. And it was because you know why? I stopped worrying about if I was doing it right or wrong. Yeah. Crazy shit happens, brother, when this thing shuts up. Mm. The second thing that you can do is go connect with Mother Nature. Right. Go dip in a cold river and deal with the cold and the frigidity and watch your mind go crazy with anxiousness and ask yourself, where else in your life is it going crazy with anxiousness? Because you see, we're so used to just operating in default fear, in default anxiety, in default scarcity, that we just believe that this is who we are. No, this is who we have believed for years that who we are. And this is the a version of ourselves that we have not yet allowed ourselves the courage To let go of because on the other side of this person that you have become that is filled with fear and anxiety and anguish and doubt and worry, there could possibly be a more powerful, loving, abundant Mm. version of yourself. And that's the scariest journey that we all have to take because that means something inside of us, a part of us, literally the us that has been formed dying and a new part of us being reborn.
0: And that can be quite frightening for A, the ego, for the self, the unconscious person, what who I become, what will happen. And sometimes I know from experience, stepping into the light could be sometimes fr- more frightening than the darkness that I know, um, yeah. the unknown. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, yeah. And, I, I, and, and I know you know this because I, when you do decide to work with plant medicine, it's going to take you straight there.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No wait, two wait, ways wait. about it. It's going to take you straight there and then it's, yeah. it's up to you Are you going to fight or you going to surrender and, and, and let it heal you, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, um, to touch on the, on the, on the, on the wounded masculine, and then maybe we'll ease into the, uh, to the, uh, the abundance and, and money and that energy, that weird, weird energy that <laughs> I realized. Yeah. Before we jump into that, the wounded masculine talk, talk, talk to me about that. Talk to me about what it feels like, um, like in short, like what's what's men's work and what what do you feel like from your working with so many people uh that men are coming up against now? Um and and how to like how to support that? What do what do really what do men need right now more than ever before?
1: Love.
2: Love. Mm. Another problem? What's that?
1: Men don't even know how to allow love in. Because they were taught as little boys that whenever they tapped that side of them, that led them to their emotions, it was shut down. So when a little boy would cry, what does the father say? The father says, you know, I'm just going to say, don't be gay. Don't be, don't be a little bitch. Don't be whatever they, so they, they have identified in their subconscious belief system, they have identified that tapping into their emotions, there's something wrong with that. And I, and I'm going to tell you, I say this because that was me. The scariest thing of my life of my journey was allowing love in. Mm. That would, that, 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 that's the thing that I had to confront the most. And if I couldn't allow love in, I want you to really understand this. How could I allow myself to love someone? So I was married for 13 years. I, I, I'm, I, I didn't know how to love. How can I love another human being if I don't love myself?
0: So what was that relationship look like in practicality? What did, what did oh, you think I, it was? I,
1: oh, yeah, I'll tell you, because this, this is what it looks like. It looks like, especially with the programming of society in the world, men are programmed to find value in themselves through success, money, and power and the man that can find success money and power wins and that man is looked up to as like wow that man is awesome the problem is that society has taught that man for that journey towards power to never end so that man is so busy buying the next watch the next car making the next goal that he never has time to sit with himself because that's the scariest thing for that man to ever do. He's been programmed to always go and go and go. And here's the secondary problem. If that man cannot sit with himself, how can he sit with his wife and how can he sit with his children? He can't. Because a man can only do for others what he can do for himself. That's why the scariest journey for today's man is to heal his heart and go deep within himself. And when he does that, here's what he will, when a man does that, here's what he will discover. He will discover that he's been running this entire time. The goal, the next car, the next watch, the power, the success has all been by design to keep him from being in this very moment, the moment where he discovers who he truly is.
0: But here's a million dollar question. The man may fear that. And this touches on what we talked about before is because that could be the driving force for success. It's like, yo, I'm making good money. And subconsciously, that may be because of a lack of proving my teacher, my parent, my friends, that I could do it. All perhaps unhealthy reasons. But once you take away that fuel, then who am I? and what will, And will I just become broke? Or what will I become? Some yoga
1: teacher? You know what I mean? Can I tell you what it was for, I can only, I can, I, by, by the way, I, 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 I only speak to what I have gone through.
0: Sure. we haven't really talked about your past and then, yeah. So, I mean, go bring that in make it personal. Sure. Yeah.
1: So I had a big company, um, a real estate company, one of the biggest in Southern California, Yeah, a billion in sales volume per year, about 38 million a year in revenue, 400 wow. employees, the big custom house the two Teslas, Aston Martin, anything you could ever want. Wow. But I was empty inside. I was empty inside. The Mm. first question you got to ask yourself is, why did you have all that stuff? And if you, I asked my clients this today. I asked a woman this yesterday. I asked her, why do you work? And she looked at me like, huh? And I asked Yeah, what kind of question is that? Yeah, and and I asked her, and this was a woman, a successful businesswoman. I asked a successful businesswoman, "Why do you work?" She didn't have an answer, but then her mind got real busy on finding an answer. And here's what she said: She said, "I want to build my children an empire." My second question was, "Really? Have you asked your children if they want an empire? Have you asked your children if what they really want is their mother's love?" And I saw her get emotional. My next question was, tell me your relationship with your father. What was it like? She gets a little bit more emotional. He wasn't present. Why not? Where was he? He was too busy cheating on my mom and they had their issues and they never really gave me time and love. So could it be that this entire time you've been working because you're trying to find that love, Mm. respect? admiration, and acceptance from your father that you never had as a little girl. And this is how it happens. This is how human beings get stuck in that toxic masculinity, whether you're a man or a woman, it's what happened to me. I never had that love from my father because my father never knew how to give love because my father's father disowned him when he was a little boy. I never had that love from my mother Of course, they love you, but energetically, I'm speaking energetically, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 the unsaid. That's what you feel. So as a little boy, I didn't feel that love because my dad didn't know how to give it. And my mom didn't know how to give it because my mom's mom died when she was only 13 days old. So guess what my subconscious mindset believed or created? It created a story. And that story said, I'm going to be powerful. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to have the best car. I'm going to have the gold watch. I'm going to have all of these things. And then they'll love me. And then you get all of that. And you realize that the one person that's, that, that matters the most and the one person that should love you the most is yourself and you don't even know yourself because you've been chasing this pipe dream in your entire life, get ready. That's when the rude awakening happens.
0: Yeah, right. But would you say it's rather, would you rather cry in your Lamborghini than cry, you know, homeless? You know, at least, I mean, is there...
1: can, can Can I give you the honest answer? Please. I remember when I went on my first... I remember when I went on my first ayahuasca experience. And I I, I pulled up there and I had my my gold glasses and my Louis Vuitton bag. And my ego was a a mess. And I noticed this guy there. This guy was standing there and he had a full beard, kind of like yours. His hair was scruffy. He had no shirt on. He probably looked like he was worth a hundred bucks. And in that moment, I said, you know what? I don't know what that guy has, but someday I want to be like that. And so you know what the answer is, for me, from all the work that I've done, sure, I'd rather be homeless and happy than in a Lamborghini and miserable. Mm-hmm. Which- now, now watch, now watch. I happen to believe I see you having a hard time with this. So let so let me let me let me reel this back. I'm an abundant human being. I believe that true spirituality is your connection with your divine and highest self. And when you connect with your divine and highest self, you realize two things. Number one, there are no barriers between you and your brothers and sisters here on this planet or the animals on this planet. Number two, there are no barriers between you and God. And number three, there are no barriers or limitations within yourself. That means whatever you can imagine and whatever you can think of, you can actually receive. And you can actually receive it with half of the effort that the world tells you you need to put in. When everybody tells you you need to grind and work hard and and go out there. Brother, I I, I can say this. I, I don't mean to be rude. I make millions of dollars a year. I work maybe 10 hours a week because that's what I wanted to create for my life, because I wouldn't sacrifice my health, my time with my children, my life for money. And when you get to that space, that's when you can have it all.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, right. So what you're really saying is like, it doesn't have to be either or a true person in their, in their, in their energy and and a real true abundant mindset, through working through breaking the barriers, you could have that both you could have that, and, and there's nothing wrong with that either, right that money's the bad and oh that's um you know no on the concerned.
1: on the on the contrary it's a contrary. beautiful tool so it's it a great isn't. tool well, well, let's dig into this you know this is the thing that i that i it drives me crazy. it's like I work with both worlds now, right, and maybe that's why God made me experience what I experience, but I work with business people, successful business people making millions of dollars a year. I coach them, I guide them, I help them, I help them return to themselves because these are human beings that have no spiritual connection, right? They have no balance. Their health is out of line, out of whack, whatever the case may be, right? And so the way I like to think of it is like the spiritual people, uh, pardon me, the business people are missing the spirituality and the heart. And then I work with spiritual people and the spiritual people have an abundance of spirituality, heart, love, but they make no money, Right? And it's because the human being has learned to be fragmented within themselves. And they don't realize that their true capacity and their true potential is they can have it all. Why? Because they are it all. They Mm -hmm. are it all. So I consider myself to be a spiritual teacher. Why? Because I just speak the truth. I'm not part of any religion. I don't wear any weird clothes. I don't have to like be chanting hum. I just speak the truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth is love. And so when I share what I share, if you actually have the courage to discover the truth, you'll realize there's nothing stopping you from making all the money you want in the world. Quite frankly, if you want to live heaven on earth, you're going to need money. There's nothing stopping you from experiencing all the love that you want in the world. There's nothing stopping you from being a healthy, abundant human being because that's who you really are.
0: Right. And that's right. It's all in there. and, And hence... The programs, the the books, the podcasts, whatever we want to digest it, but to remember to re, to remember who we are is to remove ourselves, to work through that trauma and get back to that open flow state of of connectivity.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. If we choose to. If we choose to, right. If we choose to. And that's the biggest one, right? That's where the courage has to come in because it's gonna get we'll get uncomfortable. But we, we want to go. Um where what's up with the butterfly? What's with the butterfly?
1: Butterfly.
0: You're, I'm pointing out the butterfly on, on Danny's hat, which is also, I believe, your
1: like your logo. Yeah, it's my logo. Yeah. So my first journey with ayahuasca, I commemorated it with this tattoo. This is the wow. this is a rainbow eucalyptus tree. Beautiful. That is the ayahuasca vine, and these are the different cocoon stages of a butterfly. I laid there. This was my first moment. I'm, I'm, can I show you my story real fast? I get, you,
0: Please. You... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You guys are going to get a kick out of this. So, so here I am, the big ego business guy. You know, like you want you want to talk about like a Hispanic macho asshole? That was me. That was me. <laughs> so, so I, I I roll up to this ayahuasca ceremony, and I I'm at my wits end. My mom had just passed away. My my divorce is breaking up. I, I, I'm obviously in a in a my my heart is open. To, to to something. I don't know what anymore, but I give up basically.
2: Right.
1: And I go in there and I drink the first cup. And I drink the first cup and um, I sit there for an hour, right? And everyone else starts to have an experience. So everyone else is like, you know, like they're crying, they're weeping, some are purging. It's my first time. So I don't even know what this is like, right? Wow. But I'm I'm watching everybody, I'm watching everybody else, and I'm like, nothing's happening to me. So my ego kicks in. I'm like, this stuff, all, right. all these people are weak and I'm like strong. And this stuff, this, this stuff is come on now, come on. Right. This is the true story this is what happened. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. You know, what's coming, right? <laughs> oh man. Some so, then go, kicked. so then the shaman, so then the shaman calls the shaman says, okay, who's ready for a second cup? I bolt out of my seat. I bolted out of my seat because something inside of me said I, I needed more, but also like I literally wasn't experiencing anything. So right. sure enough, he goes, how much do you want? And I go, just give me whatever. He looked at me and goes, all right, give me a, he gave you a, cup. a nice serving, right? Gave me the cup. I sit down, brother. The moment I sit down, the moment my ass hits the ground, I go, oh,
2: shit. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> I, go,
1: I think I need to lay down. So I laid down, right? And, you know, you start seeing all the fractals and all the colors, right? Which, by the way, if you've never had plant medicine, go back to the movie um, Avatar. Everyone everyone who was a part of Avatar did ayahuasca, just so you know. (laughs) That's why that movie did so well. Because I, I feel it was, it was, it was propelled by the feminine energy of ayahuasca and of God. That's why it did so well. But when they put on the mask, they see the fractals, they come out into another, that's your experience. That's avatar is ayahuasca.
0: That's a very interesting connection. I never thought of it that way, but yes.
1: You guys didn't know that. You guys didn't know that. Huh? That's, that's good. That's good. That's good. So then, so then what happens, bro, is I'm laying there and true story. My arms start, my right arm starts going like this.
0: Starts moving, like splinching.
1: Yeah, my left arm starts going like this. And pretty soon my arms are going like this and I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not making my arms. My arms are just doing it and they start flapping like crazy. And I'm looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? And I close my eyes and this was the most beautiful, to this day, one of the most beautiful moments of my life. Because I always went to church and I always wanted to hear God. Mm-hmm. i i would pray extra hard and i would try really hard because i wanted to have a spiritual connection and up until that moment in my life i had never heard anything and this was 20 years in church mm. as clear as day in spanish she tells me are you ready my son because i'm about to transform your life just like a butterfly transforms And as she's speaking this to me, my arms are flapping. And just then like this opening opens up like a cocoon and I fly out. And that was my very first experience. And so, so, so to me, this is what life is all about. It's about transformation. It's about transforming yourself. So this is our logo.
0: Yeah. Wow. Bravo. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that.
1: And that's what we're now here to do because I feel in many ways, it's like, Life is so beautiful when you're able to really open your heart up. I'm not kidding you. A little, a butterfly just flew by right now. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm, you... <laughs> not I'm not kidding you, just flew by, but of that, that's like, I feel like that's my life's calling and purpose now is that there's mm. so many beautiful people out there that are stuck just like I was. And I just want to do my part to help us all transform and to love each other a little bit more, you know?
0: Yeah. Danny, that's, thank you so much for today. I'm, I'm walking away very much inspired, and uh, and for all that you shared. Uh, definitely room for a part two someday soon. But until then, how can people connect with you? And uh, what are you up to now that you want to share?
1: Yeah, um, th- th- things are things are really growing for us right now. I I'm, I can't say I never in my wildest dreams thought this would happen because I always knew it would happen. I just the, the, the it's it's overwhelming right now. The the amount of growth that, that we're experiencing in the, um, our, our event, I used to have to pay celebrities to come to our events. Right. And they still wouldn't sell out our events sold out. And there's already double the amount of people that fit in the room for the next one on a waiting list, waiting to buy tickets to the next one. So, so like, first off, it's very, it's very humbling, but, but I say that because if you like try to message me or something, it, it won't be me. It's just, it's overwhelming the amount of people, but my our team will take care of you. So um, either TikTok at Danny Morel or Instagram at Danny Morel. Um, th- those are the the two best places to find us uh, about ourselves, and uh, and our podcast is helping a lot of people right now. It's called The Higher Self. You can just type that in in whatever your favorite podcast app is, and and you'll be able to hear the show.
0: Yeah. Wild. Amazing, Danny. Can't wait to meet you in person. Uh, but until then, continue success and all that you're doing. Real honest, you know, the way that you're showing up in the world. And, yeah, you're a powerful man. And It's great to share space with you today.
1: Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: Oof. Wow. You made it. The end of this podcast episode. And how amazing was that? Isn't that fascinating and so inspiring? I mean, Danny is incredible. And I, I really do hope you walk away with a, a few um, ideas and transformational pivots that you could create in your own life that will really transform how you show up in this world there's a whole lot more uh that danny is sharing and you guys check that out in the show notes i of course want to give a big thank you to danny for making the time out of his busy schedule to talk with me and to share his ideas and perspective on life and if you love this podcast please be sure to give it a comment a subscribe a like share it with your friends and family reach out to me on social media i'd love to hear from you as well And uh, until then, you know, stay positive, be happy. I'm Mayor K and have a great day.